0: touch on that goblin under the bridge because (laughs) I was just like oh my god I could visualize it in my head I have been there like I knew exactly what you were talking about that kraut hunched over like trying to make it happen when a guy just will, especially in the shower with the water, I feel like it feels so good with, to be bounced up and down on his cock like that. Oh my gosh. It totally like that does it for me. I'm like, Oh, this is good. Oh, but I am always, there's always that fear in the back of my mind too. I'm like, don't drop me. <laughs> this is going to be a yeah. real awkward 911 call. Give my recommendation for, you know, when you're in the shower, because I like to masturbate in the shower because I have a dildo with a suction cup on it. So I like to stick that sucker to the wall and then I use my Hitachi. It doesn't do it for me. And I know, like, I know a lot of guys like it and I'm just like, I can't do it. And don't worry, I don't want you to do it either. So we're
1: (laughs) even, even. even.
0: it's going to be fair that way. When a guy's doing it to me with his fingers, it's more explosive. So that's when more is coming out. And when I'm doing it on his dick, it's it's more like dribble, dribble, dribble. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious World Diaries podcast. This is Layla. Well, I'm very, very excited today I have two special guests. Emma and Cass from Honey Do Me Podcast. We did a great podcast together. I cannot wait to introduce you to them. These ladies met in a college class that was about sex, and they have become fast friends. And you know what? I just love them. They're curious girls at heart. They're out there doing the do, no pun intended, and they're just putting it out there just in straight up Layla, curious girl fashion, and I absolutely love it. You're going to love what we talk about talked about. It's a very fun, hot, steamy, get prepared to laugh a lot. All right, without further ado, here they are. All right, everybody. Well, today I'm very, very excited. I have two very fun guests with me, Emma and Cass from Honey Do Me Podcast. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. I listened to your podcast. I listened to a couple episodes. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But I really kind of wanted to know, how did you guys come up with the idea to do a podcast?
2: Yeah, well, I can start us off mm-hmm. on that. So we met in a class that was the psychology of sex. And so our friendship kind of started around mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds a little funny. <laughs> Separately, but yeah. together. Yes. But to- we, we would talk about it. And we just realized we both had this mutual interest in things that people weren't necessarily super open about in mm-hmm. general, but we were able to be super open with each other and really talk about whatever we wanted. And we knew that our conversations were special. And so we wanted to find a way to share them. And at first it was like, oh, maybe we could make like a YouTube series or something like that. And then we both really loved podcasts. And mm-hmm. so it just kind of came about and it was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this should be a podcast. So that's kind of how the podcast itself came about. Yeah, especially during COVID. We're like, well, we really can't get out and
1: do anything to make a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's the next medium that I feel like everyone's obsessing about? So podcast.
0: Podcasting. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, really, I love the chemistry between you two. And I love listening to your episodes. You really are definitely onto something. Just briefly describe. (laughs) I've listened to it. So just briefly describe for my listeners what your podcast is about.
1: So it's about exploring sex sexuality, your sexual journey, basically. So we're all kind of beginners. We're all just trying to figure out what we like, how to make sex better, how to feel good in our bodies, how to love ourselves. And so we're just asking how, basically. And we don't know how. We have all the questions in the world and we feel like our listeners do as well. But we haven't had anywhere to get these questions answered. So that's kind of the point. We're just trying to find someone to help get very specific with these Just questions like how do we make our sex life better? How do we get more pleasure out of our bodies and from our partners? So we're just asking those basic questions that no one's really asking, but we all really want the answers to. Like, We
2: like to get super, super specific. We have mm-hmm. full episodes dedicated to like one position and we like to get the nitty yes. gritty details of how to do that, how to make that as amazing as possible Right? because yeah, we don't have all of the experience in the world or we have right. experiences that we don't necessarily love. And it's like, how could I have made that better? Exactly. How can yeah. I make it better moving forward? And why am I so uncomfortable here? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's all of those questions. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, everybody, and what's not to love about talking about sex. It's, It's very Mm -hmm. fun. It's very entertaining. And usually a lot of funny stuff happens too. And it's fun to be able to share that. So who do you think is the kinkiest of the two of you?
1: (laughs) It's really hard to say because she'll say that she does things that I I wouldn't do. Like what? You're
2: more a dirty talker than I am. Yes. I love dirty talk. Yeah. And Emma has said particular things like I would never say that. And I was like, oh my God, like I say that all the time. So I think we're just kinky in very different ways.
1: I am very adventurous with like what I want to bring into the bedroom, not saying that you're not. I was mm-hmm. Like that's how I know I'm kinky. Like I like different props, different toys, different tools. Yeah. I like different environments. I don't know. So I know that I'm like a little, little freak. Yes. <laughs> but I don't have a long-term partner to do all this stuff with. So it's hard for me to like explore all of that. And yeah. I would say
2: I'm more of like the dirty talk role play type uh-huh. of kinky. So yeah. we
0: balance each other out. I think so. <laughs> for all right. our- yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. So I'm going to get go a little bit deeper with the dirty talk question because that's one of my, remember I said I've got just like some random questions. We're going to kind of get into that. We're going to do a little role play. So we're going to see who's like, who's got the dirtiest talk. <laughs> Oh, oh my. God. God. Yep. yep. We're, get, we're getting there. We're getting there. I didn't want to like get you. I don't want you guys no cheating. Don't be thinking about it before we get there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I listened to the <laughs> I listened to the shower sex episode because I'm a huge fan of shower sex and a huge fan of shower masturbation. If it's in the shower, like I love it. You guys were cracking me up. Kind of recap that and definitely you've got to touch on that goblin under the bridge because I was just like oh my god I could visualize it in my head I have been there like I knew exactly what you were talking about that kraut hunched over like trying to make it happen (laughs) oh my god that was a great analogy so okay tell me ladies what was good about that experiment and what went wrong with that experiment So we've
1: been trying to find someone to talk about shower sex with for a while. And just with different things, it hasn't worked out. So our questions never really got answered. So we're like, fuck it. Let's just dive in and try it anyways. And so what went wrong and what went right? Everything and nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I did more of the shower masturbation and like oral sex in the shower. It was a lot. It was a lot happening at once. In oral sex, it wasn't as trial and error as I think your experience was. <laughs> yeah. And mine was a little bit quicker, I think, than yours was. So I did have a lot of fun and... I also, it was just a lot going on at once with like the water and a new partner and trying to make sure that I'm like looking good while also giving and receiving pleasure. <laughs> so it was just, yeah, it was just a lot at once. But the masturbation I think was prime because I it was very private, obviously. And I could just kind of explore a little bit with like temperature play, sensation
0: and my toys and so it was very interesting. Very well, no, interesting. Did Wait, did <laughs> I mix it up? I thought one of you just was masturbating and then one of you had a boyfriend. Yeah,
2: I have a long-term partner and we had like penetrative intercourse yes. in the shower. And okay. then I had just a, a stallion of the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And
1: I've A volunteer. About, <laughs> a volunteer for the episode. Yep. And then we just had oral sex in the shower. So those are the two mm-hmm. things that I did. I didn't okay. have mm-hmm. And okay. so
2: for me... What went wrong felt like 99% of the positions (laughs) that we were trying because I don't know if it's just like the height that my partner and I happen to be or the curve of his penis or what the hell happened. But like the first one that we tried that I was like, oh, tried and true. Of course, this is going to work was like standing up doggy style. And then we both realized we were having to crouch in these horrible goblin positions. And I'm just like looking back through my legs and he's just like (laughs) crouched. (laughs) trying to get it in. And I was like, Oh my God, like I can't do Mm -hmm. this. This is never going to do anything good for me. Um, And so we tried like three other positions, still couldn't get it to work. And we eventually, what did work was like him sitting on the edge of the shower and then me like, what would
0: I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show, but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, Things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiers.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. That'd be cold. We
1: used to call it spidering.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, scissor. I thought it was scissoring. Like, where? yeah. Yeah. I guess it Technically, yeah.
2: yeah. I was thinking of like on the swings. Yes, that's what I <laughs> yeah. was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, spider or scissoring. And I was like <laughs> sitting on his lap facing him. And that ended up working. But that was the only thing out of like five or six different positions that we tried that worked for us.
0: But then you had when you had your hands back, right? Like on the bar or there was a bar back there that you were able to reach Ooh. back. And then that that's when it got good. Yes. So
2: in that position, I had to stabilize myself. Luckily, we have a bar in yeah. the shower, uh, like a stability bar. And so I was able to hold on to that and like move up and down using that. So I was doing all of the work. Acrobatic. It was yeah. a lot. Easier. I was very tired yeah. by the end. And literally I finished and then I was like, you're doing all the work next time. That was really <laughs> yeah. what I said as I walked away. Yeah. Maybe you <laughs> can be on bottom next time. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. And he can be on top of you. You be the spider.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. But, and then you he also tried picking you up and you were yeah. a little nervous about that.
2: I wasn't super nervous. Emma was I'm more nervous. nervous. For you, me. you guys are, yeah.
0: I don't know, you
1: can fall. You we can don't bruise. have like
2: a shower mat or anything. I think it was just like in the moment we were trying to figure it out. I was irritated. It wasn't working. And so I'm like, just... Pick me up, baby. Yeah. And so he did. And again, it's just like the curve of his penis like did not work with the shape of my body.
0: And so he couldn't get it in. Does it curve and so
2: it was, yes. Okay. Yeah. Like a rainbow. Yeah. Like a <laughs> rainbow.
0: I know. I've been with a guy like that. And it's funny because, but there are other positions where that curve is really feeling good. So, but I could. Can... Yeah, I've been picked up in the shower and I like it because I like a guy to pick me up, but I'm really tall. And so I'm 5'10". And so most of the guys that I go out with are, you know, 6'5", that kind of right. thing. So I love, to be, I love to be picked up and feel small and short and tiny when I'm really not. So it takes a big guy. But I, when, when a guy just will, especially in the shower with the water, I feel like it feels so good with, to be bounced up and down on his cock like that. Oh my gosh. It totally like that does it for me. I'm like, Oh, this is good. Oh, but I am always, there. always that fear in the back of my mind too. I'm like, don't drop me. <laughs> this is going to be yeah. a real awkward 911 call. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it sounds like your experiences are what like I was picturing going in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I felt really lucky to be with somebody that I am so comfortable with and trust so much because it didn't go that way that I was expecting. And so I was able to like be a little embarrassed without it actually being an embarrassing thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad it's my partner.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But can you just tell the funny little ending of that? You had some little auditory additions to that experience. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... We finally get in the position
2: that works. I'm so excited. We've been working really hard for it. And then I start like bouncing up and down. And I'm like, oh my God, like his butt cheeks are making like a a squishing sound on the edge of the tub. And I was like, it sounds like a fart. Like that's so awkward. Like I'm not going to keep bouncing up and down. Like we got to adjust. And so he just starts laughing uncontrollably. And I was like, let's fix this. And he's like, I can't stop. And he was farting, yeah. And so it was so loud and just so disappointing to have worked so hard to get into this position and then just have this steamy room filled... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys gotta have something mess up, you know. Not
0: yeah, for
1: sure. Cass and Yurg, like things can't go perfectly. Can't yeah, right. there has to be something clunky,
0: right? Yeah, and which I love now. And but when it came to the masturbation, weren't you a little worried that you were about your vibrator, like short-circuiting or sparking, or you know, when it was getting wet? Was it? Yes. plugged into the wall. It was plugged in. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. We're <just> <laughs> I just don't know how to
1: work. I just don't understand technology or batteries, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it was... I think it's fine. It's a waterproof or resistant toy. Okay. They're
2: definitely waterproof toys. You can take it in the shower. Yeah. But it just scares me.
1: It just... I. So I was like, I would have fun. And then I'd be like, okay, wait, is it is it sparking? Am I okay? Like, (laughs) are we still going? And then I'd like stick it outside the shower and make sure it's still like turned on when it was dry. Yeah. (laughs) So... It was definitely like give and take of being in the moment. Yeah. It's like
2: there are just these things that we decided like uh-huh. before we even tried anything. It's like, oh, you can't take a toy into the shower because right. it's got batteries. Batteries can't go in the shower or like condoms. That doesn't make sense in a right. shower. It's like They're just these things that like realistically, it's like, of course you could do those things. But in our heads, for some reason, we just had these really firm beliefs yeah. that there's just no way. That you yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. but.
0: <laughs> You guys did. You made it work. I want to recommend, I'll give my recommendation for, you know, when you're in the shower, because I like to masturbate in the shower because I have a dildo with a suction cup on it. So I like to stick that sucker to the wall. And then I use my Hitachi. So that's plugged into the wall. <laughs> so I'm just trying oh my to find, gosh. I'm just trying to find the right position where like, there's not too much water. I'm not going to get electrocuted and everything's like lining up just right. But I do recommend the suction cup dildo when you're for some solo sessions in the shower. So with that, is yeah. the only position kind of like a doggy
1: style position if you're using a suction cup dildo? Yeah. I mean, if you get,
0: you have to back up on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to get it at the right height. Sometimes it's the same thing like with a guy, like it's not lining up, like you can't get it in there. It's like, no, oh, right. no. wait, no. <laughs> let me get on my tiptoes. Let me, you know, like, let me move around. So you- <laughs> When you finally get it in there, then yeah, you have to, you can kind of do the doggy. But what I've actually found is if you just sort of really back up as much as you can, kind of can on it, put have your brace yourself with your buns on the wall and then kind of slide around on it and it really will hit, it'll really hit your G spot and feel really good. And then if you've got, you know, if you're using something on your clit at the same time, it's then I'm like seeing stars and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm doing my own version of the, of the, of the, tr- of yes. the you know, I'm like, Oh,
2: <laughs> oh my God, Absolutely. you just like lose your neck.
1: It, it is, sounds so interesting. It I would feels,
0: yeah, it feels really good. And it is a different experience when you do have an orgasm standing up that, you know, that's for sure. You don't yeah, it's, it's almost harder to like that's why you go into the troll position. It's just harder to hold everything up. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think in the shower when I was doing the shower
1: masturbation, that was my first like vertical orgasm. Yeah. And it was, it's like, I don't know how, cause like usually you kind of like either tense up or stretch out when you're laying down. Yeah. And I don't know how to move my body. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having fun, but I don't know how to make this better.
0: <laughs> and it's funny now that you mentioned it because now I'm thinking about it. I mean, a lot of times, if I really think back, if whether, you know, even if Sans dildo, if I'm just using a toy and standing up, I think a lot of times I do go into that like hunched over position, I'm not like standing up straight and just <laughs> doing it like a guy, you know, I'm more like. <laughs> You get, yeah, for whatever reason, it's just harder to do with good posture. I don't know. Okay. So, he, yeah, uh, now I'm, you
2: know
0: yes. Now I want to go into the like, kind of like the yes or no. I'm going to throw some stuff out there and you guys just say, yes, you're pro or con. 69. Oh, I'm con. You're con. Mm-hmm. I
1: am, I'm going to say pro only because I'm open to doing it again. I'm open to doing it again. I didn't have the most fun, but I am open to trying one more time. What wasn't fun about it? I am just very like self-conscious about how to get into the position when you have to back up and be like, hey, is my clit on your mouth now? Yeah. <laughs> or if they tell me like I'm not like doing it right or I'm not close enough, that makes me very self-conscious. And yeah. Then my butt, and then my butthole is right there. So I that know. Makes me... And then... You know, I just don't because I'm in my head so much, I'm not feeling as much. And so then I'm just kind of giving a blowjob in a very uncomfortable position for like no reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think I just have to try it again and be more comfortable, like whatever that means. And then maybe I'll enjoy it more. So I'm open to trying again. But all of those things kind of rounded out an uncomfortable experience.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of 69 only because I some ways you're in some ways, like a guy can have his nose by your butt, which I just, I can't relax with that. And no. then the other thing is if I'm doing oral or someone's doing it on me, I just want to either concentrate on giving and give it my full attention or concentrate on receiving. You know, I feel like I'm in this half, half 50, 50 mode. And I feel like I'm just, did you really want a 50% blowjob from me? Or do you want like a hundred percent? because I like giving blowjobs. So I'd like to give it my all and make okay. a good impression and not get like an F, you know, <laughs> get graded <laughs> on it later. Like, oh, that, that was not good. You know, Because I can't really, I mean, what do you focus on? So that's right. just, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's I don't really thought. know like the why. I feel like it's only hot for the person who's asking for it. You know, mm-hmm. if the person's just like, oh, sure, it's like, I, this isn't hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just hunched.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm open to maybe at some point, like, maybe it's one of those things I'll get into more and find my way, but eh, it's not really my favorite. So, kind of like now that we were, we're sort of in that zone, what about anal? You guys, like, are you pro con, any kind of anal, ass eating, any type of anal play?
1: I'm pro. pro. Yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. All pro. of it.
1: <laughs>
2: never like had a rim job or given one or anything like that. But I do like my butt plugs and I like having anal sex. Yeah. yeah. I like fingers in my butt. <laughs> I yeah. like my anal
1: beads. I've never tried anal sex, but from your review, I'm not a... Opposed to trying it one day, I would love someone to eat my ass. (laughs) I would love to try that. I don't know if I want someone, if I want to do it to someone else, but I would love someone to try. (laughs) For somebody who just said you don't want their nose (laughs)
2: anywhere near your eyes. I know.
0: I know. But if they were so,
1: like my last partner was very emphatic about going down on me. So if if my partner who would be eating my ass would be very emphatic about Mm -hmm. eating my ass, then I feel like I'd be really comfortable. Yeah. And I thought I was waxed <laughs> and I used your bidet.
0: <laughs> there we go. I know. I think it's a lot of, anytime there's anything anal involved, there should be a fair amount of prep, but I still just like, I couldn't do it. I'm just visualizing like coming up to a butthole and being like, it doesn't do it for me. And I know, like, <laughs> I know a lot of guys like it and I'm just like, I can't do it. And don't worry. I don't want you to do it either. So we're... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's be, even. even it's so gonna fun.
0: be fair that way. Yeah. Okay. Casual sex, pro or con?
1: For me, I have to say con because I know how my emotions work and my sex drive works. My sex drive works only when I'm emotionally attracted to someone. So I just can't have casual sex. I would love to. I was. I would love to live out one of those moments in those coming of age films, but <laughs> I yeah. just don't think. Can. So I would have to say con just for me. I, my views on casual sex, love it, do it, more power to you. But I yeah. just don't think I
0: can. You need a little more of the emotional connection to be fully turned on and
1: be even remotely like sexually attracted to someone. Like I can yeah. think someone's
0: actually attractive, but I couldn't
1: see myself having sex with them if I wasn't at least a little emotionally attracted to them.
0: Yeah.
2: I think I'm indifferent or pro. I haven't really had a lot of casual sex so i think i mean i'm with i'm marrying my partner that i'm with right yeah. now but um i i think yeah i guess i would be pro Yeah. Yeah.
0: You could try it. Mm -hmm. Try it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's I go either way. I mean, it just really depends on my kind of what my mood. If I'm feeling like I need I want connection and or I maybe want a specific person. But then other times it's kind of fun to just not have any kind of like concern about, oh, how do I look? Or oh, you know, like be have any I, I feel like I have less hang ups when it's the casual stuff. Because I don't care. You know, I'm just like, listen, buddy, I'm just, we're just going to rock each other's world. And basically, you know, we're kind of masturbating on each other's parts and it can be really fun and you throw caution to the wind and I almost feel, you know, and you can be very uninhibited and it's like, okay, that was really fun. Yay. You know? (laughs) I love that. That's so fun.
1: Maybe, maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try. Who knows? But I really like the way you described it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes I'm in the mood for it and it just... There's really no rhyme or reason for it. Sometimes it's like there's even stints, like times in my life where I'm like, yeah, I'm more for it, and then other times I'm like, no, I'm more in the mood for relationship stuff. So it's just kind of nice to do every once in a while. I I have made a whole podcast around it, just about.
1: Yeah. And I guess that's true too, where it's like, it doesn't have to be your personality trait that you can't have casual sex. Like maybe sometimes you do, maybe sometimes you don't. So I kind of mm-hmm. like that view on it too.
0: Yeah. It's not like it's carved in stone. Like you'll stick mm-hmm. right up there. Just ebbs and it flows. So, okay. Squirting. Who's a squirter?
1: I've never done I've it. I've never done it. No? Never in my in my never. life. You know what's funny though? I had a dream two nights ago that I was a squirting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hurting. It was watching water pour out of my vulva, but like not in like a sexual way just like it was just coming out. <laughs> but I've never done it.
2: So maybe you're on the precipice. Maybe
1: I'm on the cusp of it. I have been known to see the future with my dreams. so who knows?
2: Have you tried? I haven't. We had an episode on squirting and I feel like from that episode, we talked with Shay Alexander and my perspective on squirting was really changed Mm -hmm. because I think I went into it thinking like only some people can do it. And it's like, I thought of it as like hypersexualized and very much like a porn thing or like party formative thing. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think after that episode, like my perspective was completely changed. That being said, I haven't, Actively tried to do it. I have a bit of an aversion to body fluids in general. The idea of trying for more body fluids is not really something that I am in the headspace for at this point. That yeah. totally changed for me. And I'm not gonna judge anybody for like, like if I was with somebody and they squirted or anything like that. Like that's I'm not gonna judge anybody for that ever. Right. Yeah. It's just I don't necessarily want it coming out of my body, your body. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha.
0: yeah. Yeah. I find it very hot. And like when a guy can make me squirt and it's just something I learned to do with a specific partner later in life. And then after, once you kind of get the feel for it, then you go, Oh, okay. You know, you understand more how to, how to do it. But at one point it was just one of those things where I was like, I think I want to try this. I want to see if I can find someone that can make me do it. And it really turns me on. Now I'm like, it's one of my favorites. So what type of things do you
1: do to like prepare if you're being like, I want you to make me squirt tonight?
0: Oh, well, it's not like you, it just becomes part of your repertoire, you know, when you're with a specific person. If I find it's usually the guy, sometimes it's me. It depends on the position. Now for me, I can get into certain positions if I want to make it happen. But with the guy that knows how to do it, it's kind of hot that they want you to do it. And then they, you know, they make it happen. I just find like that is a turn on when a man really knows your body that well, that he can make that Mm -hmm. happen. That just it's like that I find that so hot and arousing. So that's I probably love it more for that reason that the right guy just is like, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to make you I'm going to make this happen. And it's just hot yeah and last question, and then I'll get let you ask questions again yes. <laughs> no. so do you
1: do you squirt then during intercourse and if you do, do they have to pull out first then and like how do you orchestrate when you're about to squirt?
0: Yeah, so it's kind of involuntary for me. It doesn't like I can't time it. And when a guy's doing it to me with his fingers, it's more explosive. so that's when more is coming out. And when I'm doing it on his dick, it's it's more like dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> it's, not as, it's not as explosive. So I don't have to worry about, I mean, and it's kind of, and what I like about that is it's, it's just kind of the part about when I'm doing it is I can feel it happening and then you get more sounds, you know, you can hear it's getting wetter down there. And then I love the feeling of it dripping down out of me and onto him and, you know, the way... I imagine him feeling as it's like dripping past his balls or something like that. Like I just go, I just like, Ooh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. Great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. As long as
0: I don't have to sleep in the wet spot. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Right. yeah.
1: He's, <laughs> okay. Good tip. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not sleeping in the wet spot. Okay. So threesomes pro or con? I'm a hard pro.
2: Yeah, I think I'd be pro. I mean, not it's not something I'm interested in actively right now, but I think eventually it'd be something I was interested in. I've never
1: done it, but that is on a bucket list, I think. With two strangers in one mm-hmm. so I would want it two girls and a guy, and I don't think I want to know them that well. I don't think that my emotions could handle being with a guy and then bringing in another girl, but I think I could do two girls and a guy, if they're like, eh, I meet you. And then we kind of know each other. And then we're like, let's do this and maybe not talk again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I haven't done it either. Like I haven't done male, female, male or female, female, male. It's been on my bucket list. And then every time I think like I'm moving towards that, I feel like I get in my head about it and I overcomplicate it. And I do, I waffle around like, okay, I don't want to know them. I want to come in and just, I want to, but the the recurring theme though, is I always want to be the star of the show. It's like, I want to be the one that's getting all the attention. Mm -hmm. That's that's my fantasy, right? I mean, that's why it would be fun to have all that attention and sexual energy on you. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, okay, so that's how I see it. So I then I'm like, okay, well, I'd rather go just be a couple's third, go and be their third, and then like you said, you know, I don't know them, I'm out of there, and then. When it comes to another female with a guy, I'm like, well, I could be with one of my guys, but then I get this little like, well, I don't know about, you know, like I don't know how to feel about that. And then, so then then I go in my head, okay, well, if I can maybe... I'll be the one to reach out to her. I'll contact her. She won't know him or have, you know, he won't have her number. So, you know, nothing can go on afterwards. <laughs> like, it's all me. <laughs> Again, like I have to try to control it. And so that I end up sort of just like not doing it, not pulling the trigger on it. And I just need to get out of my head and just go mm-hmm. for it and do it. But I so- totally
1: relate to that whole train of thought. That makes so much sense.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just sort of like stuck, you know, going, okay, well, one of these days I'm going to do it. And my... <laughs> (laughs) My listeners have, after five and a half years, it's been on like my bucket list. It's made the bucket list since the beginning and I still haven't pulled the trigger on it. So I need to just get over it and do it at this point. Yes, (laughs) yeah. Okay, BDSM, pro or con? Yeah,
2: I guess depending on the extent, pro?
1: Yeah, totally. I'm very curious about just different types of experiences Mm -hmm. and we've had guests on kind of like how we explained with Shay and squirting where it's like, once they come on, I have a totally different idea of what the topic is. Like now I'm a little bit more open to it or I'm a little bit more interested. So I'm definitely pro. Yeah, I think like bondage
2: sounds pretty Mm fun.
1: Submissive dominant stuff Mm -hmm. is fun to an extent before I get scared. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've also learned that I'm a princess, I guess, which means... (laughs) A pillow princess. A pillow princess, but a dominant from the bottom. So I like... Oh, Yeah control what's happening, but act like a submissive. Yeah. (laughs) And that feels very aligned with my soul. (laughs)
0: Yes. Well, yeah. You know what, though? You think that, but then when you finally do let go of that control, it really does get even more just sexy and fun. Mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm interested. (laughs) Yeah, be open to it. I know, because I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. But I actually found that, being able to let go of all that and trust someone enough and have that and be connected enough to someone to let that happen. <sighs> Best sex of my life, hands down. Ugh. Yeah, hands down. So I highly, highly okay. recommend it. Okay. okay, we'll circle back to what we sort of like uh, started to nibble on in the beginning with the dirty talk pro or con? Okay. Pro, pro. I'm pro, but not as good as her. <laughs> okay. I want to hear your best bedroom dirty talk. Oh
1: God. I'm not going to be able to say it in any type of sexy voice. You okay. will get it as Emma. <laughs> All right. So my favorite go-tos, I feel like that are, that I just like log in my head are, you're so deep inside of me. I love feeling you in me. They really love hearing how big they are. It's like, oh, feel so big. <laughs> I don't know. And then... Like you make me so wet and stuff like that. So I feel like those are my I just describe what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. those are like my four ish go to's. Yeah. And then I'll pause and have a moment of silence. And then I'll start them all over again. Yeah. <laughs> like so, one, two, three, yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll do like two, four, three, one. Like I'll yeah. just switch them up. <laughs> so I'm every partner that like listening right now, they're like, yeah, she said, <laughs> yep. check, check, check,
0: check. Yeah. <laughs> check, check, check. So those
1: are like my go to that I usually feel very comfortable and feel like I can pull off in the bedroom.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I say pretty similar things. Mm -hmm. I think the difference is what, like, I like said to Mm me more. But I'll say, yeah, like you make me so wet. Like I love how your cock fills me up. Was another one that I like heard
1: somebody else like a coffee
2: commercial. Yeah, (laughs) fill me. up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I say it in that tone too. (laughs) Um, I'll say stuff like it's usually playing off of what my partner says, though. So we've had conversations like outside of sex, of Mm -hmm. saying like, "I want you to like call me names." I want Mm -hmm. to like. We usually have those conversations way before we're actually in the moment because I want to clarify that like he's comfortable with that because this is actually pretty new to both of us. Like we don't have a ton of experience that we're bringing in. We're really just learning together. Yeah. So like I do like it when he calls me a slut because <laughs> I like that's something I don't identify with outside of sex I guess I feel like, like I just heard him laugh on the other he's side He's he's like when he like I never say these things outside of sex so I'm like totally say it. getting him totally fine <laughs> so like if he says like I'm a dirty girl and stuff like mm-hmm. that like I love that because that's just not in alignment with how I feel outside of the bedroom. Like Mm -hmm. I'm very like straight laced and very like a good girl, I guess. But I don't want to be like praised in the bedroom. Right, right, that's right. not like I, on TikTok, I'll see all these things about like praise kinks, like no. you're doing so good and all that. Yes. And it's like, no, I get told that in my daily life, like every fucking day <laughs> from every person. Well, every really <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. No. But it's what I'm used to. Like I've always been a good student. I've always right, right, been right. good at these things. And so it's like, no, I want to be degraded. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's what we go for. There's Love a little it.
0: kinkster in you. hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I love, I know. I love, oh, I love the dirty talk too. It's I love learning more about you. Yeah. <laughs> did you know these things? I
1: did not know that you like the more degrading stuff. That's mm-hmm. fun. You can call me that. <laughs> oh, <yes>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> dirty little slut. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my partner will say it outside of sex, just like as a joke. And we always start laughing so hard because he'll just say it at the funniest moments. Like when he's asking me what I want for dinner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He just puts dirty little slut on the end of every sentence. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I saw this TikTok today that made
2: us laugh so hard. And it was like a formula for dirty talk. And it was like, guys, all women want is for you to add the little. You can call mm-hmm. them whatever the fuck you want. You can't call them a slut, but you can call them a little slut. Yeah. yeah. And it was... He added it on to so many things, and it was so funny. I saw that too. And I was like, "Oh my God, that's so right. Little goblin, <laughs> you little, it, goblin. Little, goblin. <laughs>
1: little slug
0: yeah, <laughs> little goblin slug, goblin, goblin slug.
1: Yeah. So funny,
0: okay, yeah. so this is like the topper here. We've got the most awkward bedroom moment in your life.
1: Oh God, every single one <laughs> every single one. I had a good time. <laughs> um, do you have one off the top of your head?
2: Yeah, I'm thinking of when I was 16. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Because it was just the, this moment has stuck with me. I was like, he was like fingering me in a doggy style position. So I was like um, on all fours and he was fingering me from behind. And because we were fucking 16 years old, we heard somebody coming up the stairs. And so I like hopped up back on my knees really fast. And I guess I queefed. Because it yeah. was the loudest like, <laughs> farting noise, and I was just terrified. <gasps> I like looked back at him, and I was like, "I did not fart." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I didn't think you did. Was Good. Like, okay. <laughs> and then his mom came in the room. Lovely. Did you get your clothes on in time? I was wearing a skirt, like a mini oh, skirt. Okay. Like a okay. Dirty little slut.
0: Yeah. <laughs> dirty <laughs> little slut. I am. So. Yeah. <laughs> Naughty girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, naughty little girl. (laughs) Naughty little girl. (laughs)
1: I feel like as I'm backtracking into my partners, one of the most awkward times was I was having sex or about to with this guy I worked with at summer camp. And We were so casual in the way that like neither one of us were going back to each other's houses because we still lived with our parents and we're like, I'm not introducing you to my family. That's (laughs) fucked up. So we would drive to like where our work was. So we would park in our work parking lot (laughs) and then we like. Because where we worked, it was on the edge of kind of like a little pond, a little lake. And so we started making out by that. And then he started like taking my pants off. And I'm like, but we're we're by a pond. Like, where are we going to do this? We can't do this. So we hopped in the car, in my car. Yeah. But I didn't want to turn on the music because I don't want to drain my battery. So it was just dead (laughs) quiet. And then we had to like put down all the seats and he was very tall. So it like wasn't really matching up and I'm very sweaty. So I was like sweating and it was quiet. And
2: I was just like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the windows were fogging, the sex wasn't working. And we, we were, were a
2: swamp monster. Yeah. We
1: always call her swamp <laughs> monster from, M. From, from the day I, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> a little troll by the pond. Yeah. And it was just so like, can we stop? <laughs> can we pause on this until yeah. we find dead like humans? So that was just it was awkward because I didn't really know him and like we weren't dating really. We were just kind of having sex because we were coworkers.
2: Yeah. And then
1: just silence. If you don't have music and you're breathing so loud, it's like very uncomfortable. I so, never have
2: music. Really? Mm-hmm. I have to turn music on when I'm masturbating. Songs throw me off. I can never find the right songs. What? Because if I don't know the songs, then I don't feel like I can I don't like listening to music that I don't <clears> know. <throat> I know that's not good that for like so- opening my horizons. <laughs> but um so... I generally like I don't know in the songs that I like I like really like folk music. You can't, so you, so you can't really yeah yeah like having somebody call you a dirty slut while somebody's like playing the banjo. Playing the banjo. No, yeah. that doesn't work. It doesn't align. Oh my gosh, so I don't oh, just crazy. maybe that's I'm... why I like so much dirty talk. I do notice if we're not dirty talking the entire time, I'm not super interested. Wow, so it's pretty constant. Mm. Yeah. You need mm-hmm. a lot of stimulation. You should try music. <laughs> Well, what are they going to say?
1: Well, I guess, I guess you don't like new music. I can't have, I can't do anything without sound. I
0: can't sleep without sound.
1: I can't like have sex or masturbate without sound. I don't know.
0: I can go either way on the music. It's like, yes or no, take it or leave it. As long as it's not like overwhelming, you know, I don't want it to dominate what is going on because I'm focused on what we're doing and being in the moment with somebody, but I don't mind a little music in the background, but I usually, you know, it's funny that you know, this came up. I usually don't have music on and I never put it on when I masturbate. That's so, I have I'm totally to. fantasizing it's- when I'm masturbating usually. Either that or I'll try mm-hmm. to watch some porn if I can find anything good. Cause usually you waste your whole session just fishing around like, nope, that's not right. Nope. That's not doing it for me. I hate that. I know <laughs> I
1: that as well. If I need, if I want to masturbate, but I need a little boost then I can just do porn and no music. But if I'm like ready to go... You yeah, don't do both. And I don't need porn, <laughs> yeah. I have to have music. Really? Uh, or like if I'm having sex and like it's too much in the moment to like stop and turn on music and like connect my speaker, I'll have to turn on like a fan and like I just need moving
2: sound. No. I realize I do put on music when I masturbate. I've Yeah, you, I don't know why I put that together. I, little literally Never liar. when I have sex. <laughs> but when I masturbate, I just put it on because... Yeah, it's that so i listening the, to the sound of my vibrator, which isn't my favorite sound. And then I do put on folk music because that's uh, what makes me feel very relaxed. And so it's a very like spiritual experience.
0: There you go. <laughs> so you're you're making you're making love to yourself and we're just having we're just having casual sex over here. <laughs> yes, exactly. So maybe I am pro casual yeah, sex. There you know. You just referenced a guy that the guy in the car. That sounded pretty cute. Ca- you said we weren't dating. We were just coworkers. Casual. I'm like, that sounds like casual sex. I guess.
1: We had known each other for about three months before. So in my head, casual sex is more like I meet you kind of than I love. So I guess in that sense, it was fairly casual because we yeah. weren't official. Well, yeah. You're
2: definitely open to having sex with people you are not actively dating. Yeah. You just need to know that. I just need to know them mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. I need to know them for a while.
1: Oh, not a while, like a couple of weeks. I'd like to know your personality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. that is going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for being on. Now tell everybody where they can find you guys.
2: Yeah. You can find us on any podcast listening app that you like to use. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher, mm-hmm. all the others. You can also find us on our website, honeydoomepodcast.com. You can listen there if that's what's easiest. For socials, we're most active on TikTok, at honeydoomepodcast. And then we also have our Instagram, same name, honeydoomepodcast. Yeah. Oh, wait, one last question.
0: How did you guys come up with your name? So we started with the name Good
1: Sex. Because we thought like, what makes good sex? And then one, that was taken already. It was
2: trademarked. It was trademarked.
1: And two, we were just like, that's not spicy enough. Mm -hmm. And so one night, I think we were just texting for like a straight few hours, like just Just shooting names names. back and forth to each other. And then I think you just like sent off that play on words. And we're like, I think that might work. It it took me a couple days to like really settle on it. But then I was like, okay, that's fantastic.
2: And then everyone's loved it so far. Yeah. Everyone's It just feels like it. fun
0: and flirty mm-hmm. without being too like, like fuck me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, fuck me. Honey, fuck me.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay, so tell everybody the name one more time.
2: Honey do me.
0: All right. Thanks ladies. Oh, Bye. Thanks so much. All right, guys, what'd you think? Oh my gosh, I love those girls. By the way, they interviewed me as well. So go check out their podcast and you can listen to the episode where they got in deep with me and we went through all kinds of fun, hot, juicy topics. And I'm telling you, it's worth a listen because they definitely pulled some things out of me that you have not heard before. That's right, juicy tidbits, so you're gonna wanna listen. And hey guys, as always, if you love this episode as much as I know you will, please leave me your feedback. I'm always available to answer any and all questions, you can go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com click on the pink tab on the right hand side and leave me a voicemail. I promise to get back to you very quickly with a personal message and response to whatever you are asking me about. Also I just increased the limit for you guys so you can literally leave me a 5 minute voicemail. Up to 5 minutes. All right, let it rip. Thanks guys. Take care. Stay safe. Love you.